to talk about we're gearing up for state of origin it is around the corner the teams will be announced this sunday what an absolute way to start off let's get the origin talk happening as how you going mate yeah mate i'm uh flying going very well uh how good was bank west on sunday don't get me started about that game mate let's talk about that a little bit later on hobes is fired up i'm not happy mate lots to talk about there is a stack to talk about, an absolute stack. All right, as let's get our teams rolling, who we think will be the in the first game state of origin in Melbourne. What a way to kick off the series as New South Wales. Let's start with the Blues. A lot of talking point about them. Mate, a lot of positions up for grabs. Panthers are flying. Are we going to put some of those players in? Mate, let's go. Let's hear it from you first, and then I'll say mine. All right. Well, are we going the Blues or are we going uh, the Cane Toads? No, definitely the Blues, mate. Let's start with the losers and we'll we'll finish with the winners. I beg your pardon. Show a bit of respect, please, because uh, we'll be getting a bit of respect this year. Don't you worry about that. Uh, at fullback, we have the one and only James Tedesco. You can't go past him, Obes, the captain. He's a freak. He showed over these last couple of weeks. He's still got it. Can't go past him at fullback, mate. He will be the fullback for the Blues. Getting his debut on the wing will be Brian Toto. Meters gain. The kid is on fire, mate. Uh, I think he's got all the tools to compete at origin level. So um, let's hope he gets chosen uh, and then shows what he does on the origin paddock. In the centres, I've got Tom Trobojevic, Turbo, the wizard, the freak, the unbelievable, whatever you want to call him. He's on fire, Hobes. You've got to have him in there, mate. And I've got him in there in the centres. Obviously, with Latrell Mitchell, another freak who can just turn a game on his head. So uh, he goes into the centres. Had plenty of experience at the Roosters, obviously playing centre. So, mate, we'll, we'll do his job, definitely. Other wing, we have the best winger in the world in Josh Adokar. Absolute machine. Dead set chariots are fire. You can't catch him. He's just got speed to burn, mate. He does it all. Uh, now, 5'8 is a tough one, mate. There's plenty to choose from. But, mate, I'm going with Cody Walker. I think... He'll stand up this year, mate. He knows what it's all about now. And um, I think he slots in perfectly at 5'8". It is hard to go past Jerome Lulu, I understand. But just over these last couple of weeks, I've looked, he's still got a little bit of you know, errors in him, mate. And at the origin level, I don't know, mate, they, they make you pay for that at obviously origin level. Halfback will obviously be Nathan Cleary. Him and Turbo are the best players in the game at the moment. There's no doubt about it. The bloke kicks him from everywhere. He's got everything. He's taken his game to another level now, mate. Um, it's him and Turbo for Dale M. There's no doubt about that. They are on fire, them two. Now, my front rowers, uh, Payne Huss. He's definitely New South Wales' best forward, mate. You got you can't choose anyone better than Payne Huss to be in the front row. The other front row will be Junior Paulo. My hooker is Damian Cook. In the back row, we have Angus Crichton and Tyson Frizzell, who won't let you down. Uh, my lock... Uh, again, a hard one. I'd, I'd go with Cam Murray, but I still think he's underdone and, and a bit injured. So I'm going to throw in Jake Trebojevic. I think he's lifted his game a bit. He started off really slow, but his brother's come back into that Manly team and he's lifted his game. And that combination you can see with them inside passing uh, really works. So uh, I'll throw him in there at lock. Now, on my bench, I have uh, the no-nonsense Dale Fanukan, it's better for experience last year, mate. And I think uh, he's slotting nicely come off the bench. I'd also have Pappenhausen in there, but I think he's injured, mate. So this is all barring injury. So Pappenhausen, uh, the other two spots, again, uh, I'd actually be picking Victor Radley for his debut, but he's going to be suspended, Hopes. There's no doubt about it. So um, just have to watch that, mate. And my other bench spot, which is hard to choose from, because he's not, his team's not playing great, and I don't think he's in the best form. But he did win the Dally M last year, mate, and uh, you can't go past that. Will be Jack White, and I think he's uh, definitely good to come off the bench too, mate. Because you've got plenty, plenty of utility in him. I think he can slot in the centres, five eight, even lock, mate. I think he's uh, damaging uh, anywhere. 
Uh, special mentions, obviously the train on squad, mate. I, I think they should be bringing, obviously, Jerome Lulawai, Pangai Jr., Katani Staggs, and two young blokes who are having cracking years. Keen on Kula Matangi and uh, Josh Shushtar. Wow. That's a very good team there, mate, You've that you've picked there for the Blues. Uh, mate, look, I want to question one. So, Victor the Inflictor, he will be suspended. He will not be there. So, if Victor Radley is ruled out, uh, which is more than likely, who replaces him on the bench? So, you've got Dale Finucane, Ryan Pappenhausen, Jack Whiten. Who is the other one that replaces Radley? It's extremely hard. I think there's... Plenty of forwards there, mate. So, I'll tell you what, I'd give Josh Hushter a run, mate, to be honest with you. Okay. Yep. Great. I'll, I'll be honest with you, mate. The kid's a freak. And, again, another Done. he's another player that can sort of slot in anywhere there, mate. That lock, 5'8", even the centre, mate. I, even back row. He's got it all, hopes. He really does. Great team, as All right. My team. James Tedesco, number one. He will be the captain and fullback for the New South Wales Blues. I have... Brian Toto debuting. You cannot go past the guy. He's a specialist winger. His stats are unbelievable. Uh, partnering him on the wing is Josh Adokar, the best winger in the competition. In the centres, I have Latrell Mitchell and Tom Trebojevic. You cannot go past those two centres. Big game players. They will be the back five for the Blues. So, look, I've agreed with you exactly there. Number six. Making his debut, Jerome Luai. He has to be picked as. They've got to go with combinations, the Blues. I think Penrith, 11-0 and 0 as. They, they need to be the half pairing for the Blues. Nathan Cleary will help Jerome around the field. I think Jerome's got that left-hand edge. And we're having Brian Torto there as well. I think it's just going to be damaging. Cleary's obviously the halfback. I've gone Paulo and Haas in the front row. Same as you with Damian Cook in the hooker. Mate, because I believe Crichton will be out, I've gone with Frizzell and Cam Murray in the back row. And to lock the scrum, I've got Isaiah Yo. I think he's just been playing too good a footy. He played for the Blues last year. I think that he'll be given the nod and lock the scrum for the Blues. My utility, 14, is Ryan Pappenhausen. You cannot not pick him. He needs to be in that team, uh, like I've been talking about for a while. I've got Jake Trebojevic to, uh, in there as well because I just think he's a workhorse. Defends anything. He'll tackle anything. And like you were saying, the balls that he plays with his brother will, uh, will just be unbelievable. I've gone with Daniel Saifidi, another front rower, to get in there to replace Haas and Paulo, although they are big minute forwards. And as I was looking at Dale Finucane like you, I, I believe he'll probably get the nod. But look, I'm going a roughie here, mate. I think he's playing unbelievable football. He's got origin written all over him. I'm giving the nod to Liam Martin from the Penrith Panthers. I think the guy is, should come on anywhere. He's going to show grunt. He's going to show the what he has. He's, he's definitely reminds me of Greg Bird. Uh, so, look, I'd have Liam Martin in the 17. But I'm with you, mate. Look, Victor Radley, I, I feel sorry for the guy. We'll talk about him a little bit later on. These little guys that are... He needs to muscle up, you know. So he's doing everything he can. He's only a little guy. He's trying to put on shots for his team. He's someone I'd love to play with. So, look, Victor Radley obviously will be suspended for this one. He might make game two. Who knows? Uh, depending on the loss. Look, this Blues team on pen and paper look good. Oh, they look good, all right. And uh, they will be sweeping Queensland. There's no doubt about that. Don't get me wrong. I, I can't. Uh, that Liam Martin picks a, a great Ruffy, a great bolter. There's no doubt about it. He can't bag him, mate. He's definitely hard nosed and looks like he's built for origin. All right, as the mighty Queenslanders, mate. You've got one to 17. Let's hear it, buddy. Uh, I'll tell you what, I don't go for these cane toads. How about you go first this time? All right, mate. I'll go first. Number one, I have Kalen Ponga. If he's fit, he will be the fullback for Queensland. Unbelievable player, and we know what he can do. He'll be the goal kicker. Mate, number two, on the wing, I have Val Holmes. And he will be partnered by Xavier Coates. He showed in last year's Origin Series that he was up to the task. Although he didn't have a great series. Uh, but look, he's um, he'll be proven uh, with that experience. So he'll be the other winger with Val Holmes. My centers, I've got the trusted Dane Gagai, the guy that just goes another level. He'll be in the centers. And, mate, I can't go past Kurt Capewell. I think he's done a phenomenal job there in the centers. 
He is a known back rower. But look, Kurt Capewell will defend well and he'll be up against either Mitchell or Turbo. Could be a little bit worrying there. But um, look, I think he'll be safe as ours as he's playing in the best team in the competition at the moment. So look, I think Kurt Capewell will be ready. My halves. I've got Cameron Munster at six. The best 5-8 in the world will be number six. And he'll be partnered by DCE, the captain of the Queensland Maroons, Daly Cherry Evans. He's coming into form right where he needs it. He'll be sitting there, be, be ready to go. He'll be ready to lead our team around. Our front rowers, Josh Papali'i. Although I'm hearing that he will be out uh, of the game and he won't be picked for round one. Look, barring all of this, I've got Josh Papali'i partnering Christian Welsh in the front row with my mate Harry Grant at number nine. I've got Felice Kafusi in number 11 partnering with David Fafita. That's right, as David Fafita, he's a mighty maroon. He will carve up. He will destroy New South Wales. To lock the scrum, I've got big Tino Fua Masali. What a player he is. He will just uh, carve you up. He'll be giving it to Payne Ars like he did in the other origin. He'll be in his face, mate. They'll be ready to go. The mighty Maroons, they'll be giving it to you. Mate, number 14, I've got Ben Hunt. I think Ben Hunt will be there because he can cover a number of positions. Uh, I'd love to have Reid Marnias, but look, mate, he's just too young for me at the moment. I think he's got a lot to learn and he can learn from Harry Grant. Reid Marnie should be in the camp, but look, he's just still got a couple more years to go. I've got Jai Arrow in my team. Mo Forta Waker. If Josh Papali is out, Mo comes straight in. Um, and look, I've got Jaden Sewer to round out my 17. So that's my mighty Queensland Maroons who will beat New South Wales yet again. No, absolutely no hope. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, solid side, mate. We've got uh, similar picks. We're not all the same, but very similar. Uh, obviously, the fullback will be Kalen Ponga. Kids are freak. Uh, definitely be fullback. Xavier Coates, um, yeah, experienced in the world of good last year. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a superstar, Hobes, but, um, you know, he showed over the last couple of weeks that, um, you know, he's going good. He's in good form. So he'll uh, definitely be picked on the wing there. Obviously, Dane Gagai centre, grows a leg when he's playing origin. Definitely got to pick him. Now, the other centre I've gone with, Corey Allen. Again, mm-hmm. I think experience uh, last year as well. I think uh, he'll grow a leg. He'll slot into that other centre position. On the wing, Val Holmes. He's a great uh, winger, obviously, in origin. And uh, he's going great guns as well at fullback for the Cowboys. So uh, he's in good form. Uh, obviously, the 5'8 will be Cameron Munster. Uh, the halfback will be DCE. Now, your front row, I've got Christian Welch and Josh Papali'i. Uh, obviously, the hooker, Harry Grant. Kid is a freak. He'll be picked. At the back row, I've got Felice Kafusti and David Fafida. Absolutely unbelievable, them two. Uh, and obviously, to round off in the lock position will be Tino Fasuma Ali, who also is a freak. Uh, my bench consists of Jai Arrow, uh, Jaden Sewer, massive hit man. He's, he's specialty for Origin, loves a hit, old Jaden Sewer. So he'll be he'll slot into the bench. Uh, the other positions will be Kurt Capewell, and I'm going to throw in AJ Brimson Hopes. Mm-hmm. I think um, he's perfect to come off the bench for Queensland because he's a live wire, mate. And that they need someone, uh, obviously, to, to run through the middle there when, the, when New South Wales forwards get a bit tired, mate. I think he's perfect for that. Uh, like you said, Ben Hunt is also another great pick, but I've just gone with AJ Brimson. I think he deserves his position, mate, uh, in that team because he's going well for Gold Coast. Special mentions, obviously, with the train on. Mo Fodawaka, who's picked up his form. Uh, the last game was brilliant, but I think he's come into form a little bit too late, Hobes. Need to do it a bit earlier. Uh, and also, Hobes, I hope they bring in Sammy Walker just for a bit of experience to get around those boys for origin, mate, because I think he's he's got origin written all over him. Mate, what about Reed Marnie? Where do you see him, mate? Do you, would would yeah. you give him a shot in here? No, no, not in the team, but train on, definitely. Definitely bring him in for the experience, mate. I don't know how you can pick him over Harry Grant, Hobes. No, uh, no. I honestly don't, mate. I, I think Harry Grant is almost the best hooker in the game. That's, that's how high I rate him, mate. Yep, mate, absolutely. All right, as origin... Talk is over for this week. Let's jump straight into reviewing some of these games, mate. Far out. We had so many sin bins yet again. The NRL is going absolutely crazy. I'm so tired of all these head knocks and 
you know, some of these plays were just absolutely horrible. I understand if it's a swinging arm or a coat hanger or, you know, someone's going down. But come on, when a player's tackling someone's legs and you are falling into someone else's shoulder, there's no way that person should be sinbin as. Like, it's just getting out of control, mate. 100%, mate. And that's the inconsistencies in our game at the moment, mate. I mean... You got bullfeds ringing up, going, "Oh, they've just got to change the tackling style. They're not aimed for the head." Which player aims for a head in a tackle? You gooses, honestly, that's just stupidity. Like, please, no one aims to to grab some bloke in the head when they're trying to tackle him. Like I said here, if someone does get hit in the head intentionally, obviously, yes, I agree, sin bin, send off, or whatever. But there's that many inconsistencies. They're sin binning players who the attacking player is falling which is therefore the attacking player's fault, not the defender's fault, which there should be relayed to the referee that it's not the defender's fault and should not be sin bin. Fair game, penalty, whatever, give a penalty. But you can't send a defender off for a player losing their footing, mate. I'll continue to say those. And until they fix that up, our game is is not, you know, not going the right way, Hose. There's a lot of inconsistencies and they have to fix this up, mate. So... Uh, there's a lot of pressure on these referees, Hobes, and the and these uh, video refs. There's going to be instances where you're going to get hit in the head, mate. That's just the nature of the beast. That's just the way the game is, mate. You know, and like I said, if if you don't like the outcome, the possible outcomes later in life, yeah, are dangerous. They are, but that's the chance you take by t- by playing this sport. Um, if you don't like it, move on, mate. I mean, pl- there's plenty of jobs out there. Um, if it's not for you, look, I I don't disagree. With the referees sending uh, players into the bin. If they're making contact with the head, you know, they've gone high and they're not, they, they shouldn't have. Totally agree. Fine. That's the crackdown. That is fine. I agree, mate. Seriously. All right. Let's jump straight into this. Thursday night, we had the Cowboys 36 over Newcastle 20. 16 all at half time. Newcastle came out. They were in front 20 to 16 earlier on in the second half. The Cowboys obviously got their forwards back. They were had two in the bin at the same time. Tao Malolo and Lachlan Burr. Mate, the Cowboys just showed. They wanted this a little bit more than what Newcastle did and put them away, mate, to to put on some big points in the second half. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit bit worrying for the Cowboys. I mean, to get out to that, I think it was 16-0 lead and then obviously Newcastle came back to, to 16 all, and then obviously, like you said, hit the front in the second half. Um, yeah, it was a bit worrying to see that for the Cowboys. But like you said, two of their, their best uh, forwards were in the bin uh, and when they came back on, the show was back on and, and the Cowboys uh, got over the top of them. Newcastle hopes... Yeah, they're depleted. I don't know where they go, Hose. I really do think they're looking at Adam O'Brien, mate, and whether to move on from him. I definitely wouldn't be putting uh, the assistant coach in charge. There's no way in the world I'd be putting the assistant coach in charge. And you know who that is? Anthony Seabold. Yeah, mate, you definitely wouldn't be looking down there. I, I don't know where they sit with Adam O'Brien. Um, obviously, we talked a little bit about this on our previous episodes. Um, but look, mate, I, I know they're missing their halves. I'm hearing that Jake Clifford is getting a release from the Cowboys um, after this weekend. So the Cowboys are playing him for this week um, and he'll be in Newcastle colours ready for the train on next week. So look, Jake Clifford, I don't know if he's the answer there. Obviously, they are missing Mitchell Pearce. They are obviously missing their best player in Caelan Ponga at fullback. Uh, Kurt Manfield in there and looked out of place. He looked horrible at the back there. Um, Look, the Cowboys are just coming into form. Here's another name as Kyle Felt that I wouldn't mind seeing in a Queensland jersey. I'd love to see him in and around the club. Um, and who knows, you know, barring injuries, he might get his shot, Kyle Felt. I think he's a very underrated player and does his job. But look, mate, the Cowboys, you know, Tao Malolo's obviously finding his feet back into this team and showing his price tag is worth it. But look, mate, Newcastle, they've just got so much worrying signs in that club. Yeah, special mention to Jake Clifford. I mean, he was dropped a few weeks back. He's come back and he showed a bit of form, mate. He looks all right. It's like he stood up his time and said, yeah, I've got to have a dig. And he's having a dig. Also, yeah, I am hearing rumours too, mate, that Matt Lodge, Newcastle, is trying to get him this week. Wow. Yeah, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, Friday. Warriors 30 over the West Tigers 26 as I'm tired of tipping this Tigers team. They don't like winning back-to-back wins, do they, mate? They don't know how to sing the song. They don't want to sing it twice in a row. Mate, I tell you what, Reese Walsh, you are a superstar. Hey, you're tired of tipping them. I go for them. 
Please. You're telling me you're tired tipping them. I go for these. Oh, I don't even want to say it. Please. We cannot put two wins together, can we? It's, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. We should have won this game, Hobes. Yeah. And, you know, the decision came down for me when I was watching the game. We got a penalty 10 metres out. The Warriors had one in the bin. And some idiot gave the call to take the two. There's 19 minutes to go, you idiots. Who gave the call to take the two? What, is our defence that good all of a sudden, is it? There's 19 minutes to go, Hobes, not three. Oh, my gosh. Now, if that's come from Madge Maguire, honestly, mate, you need a spanking. That is horrendous coaching. Whoever gave that call, Hobes, that is just plain wrong and stupidity to take the two with 19 minutes to go with the Warriors having a player in the bin. That is disgraceful, Hobes. Oh, mate, I don't know where to go with my team, honestly, Hobes. It's so frustrating. I'm just hoping we don't get the wooden spoon. I just hope the Bulldogs continue to lose, and they will. But, yeah, mate, I don't know where to go. Um, like you said, Reese Walsh, freak. Isn't he a Queenslander, Rose? I think he is, mate. I don't think he's a Kiwi. I think he's a Queenslander. Oh, wow. What yeah. a superstar this kid's going to be. Him and Sammy Walker in the halves for the Maroons in five crazy. years' time. Hey? And that's coming after DC and Munster. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Oh, wow. We've just replaced Thurston and Cronk with Munster and DCE, and now we're looking at Walsh and Walker. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, and New South Wales has got Kyle Flanning and Luke Brooks coming through. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh, please. What are you, please. Moving on with these Tigers. So Murdoch Masilla gets Sinbin, 55th minute. You're right, Dewey takes the two. The... Tigers actually take another one. They take the other, another two in the 62nd minute. Elise Katoa gets Sinbin in the 65th minute. So from the 55th minute to the 75th minute, you may as well say, the Warriors played, so 20 minutes of the game, the back end of the game, with only 12 players on the field. And, and the Tigers could not seal this game. And, and, please mention... They scored two tries. Two mm. tries with a player mm. in the bin hose. Mm. Yep. Not, mm, that is rubbish. <laughs> they scored two tries. <laughs> with, a, with a player in the bin. A player's off the field. How do you let a play, how do you let a team score two tries on you when you've got an extra man? That is a disgrace. Mate, it's, it's all class of Reese Walsh. This kid, I'm telling you, as he's got it, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck obviously speaks so highly of him. Mate, he's a good-looking bloke too, actually. Uh, just quietly, Reese Walsh. They finally listened to us and left them both on the field. Nathan Brown, thank you. And it shows you what this kid's going to be. He's a, he's going to lead this team, Hobes. He's yeah, a freak. He he's an absolute... You can see... What are the Broncos doing by letting a player of this quality go? Who have you got up there? You've got worse recruitment than the West Tigers. And he's horrendous, Hodes. Yeah, it, it shows pretty horrible about the recruitment and how important it is because, you know, having players like this in your system and just letting them get out of the system, whether, you know, you, your coach at the time mustn't see what other people can see. Uh, look, obviously, uh, Reese Walsh has gone to the Warriors and, and he's actually changed the whole ball game. He's changed the whole dimension of the way the Warriors are playing. They're actually playing really good football. Um, you know, they obviously challenged the Eels last week, uh, if it wasn't for the Eels to, you know, seal a couple of late tries. But look, the Tigers obviously had this one in the bag. Uh, they went down, lost this one with, like I said, 12 plays in 20 minutes. Couldn't seal it. Worrying signs for the Tigers. And they are definitely, definitely challenging for the wooden spoon. No, go away, you idiot. Mate, Friday night, Cronulla Sharks 13 over the Dragons 12. We were in golden point in this one as Chad Townsend. He kicked the field goal the 83rd minute, mate. He had two fingers up, raised to the heavens. The Sharks finally got their win. We called it as we said the Sharks will beat the Dragons. They got the two points. They would have been happy with it. Horrible game of rugby league. But, mate, they, they got away with one. What about your mate, Corey Norman? Oh, can kick a goal, can't he? And a field goal. Please. Can you believe the bloke played Origin? 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, absolute blood drop again. Not much to talk about, really, Hobes. I mean, yeah, good, good on the Dragons for lifting, mate. You know, but again, I'll tell you, mate. These people who think Sean Johnson and Moylan and Dugan—they're not—they're not what they used to be. Hobes. They're not superstars, mate. And you know, I don't know what sort of money they're looking at for the next contract, but it wouldn't be much. I'll tell you that. And yeah. Josh Henney's coaching, please. Come on, Hobes. I think that's his third win out of like twenty something games. Please, who keeps giving him an assistant coach job? Far out. Jack Bird, do you throw him in the Origin arena? I, no. I think I think he's definitely performing this year, and he's playing good football. Showed passion in the end in the change rooms, as shedding a few tears, which I love to see. That mate, I, I know he copped a fair bit of grief on social media. People bagging the bloke for for shedding some tears and all that in the change rooms. I think that's really poor attitude from, you know, whoever was talking about that. We all know that it's passion, this game. We all have passion for it. We're supporters. We get upset when our team loses. Like, these players actually give everything they had. It obviously means something to the guy. Uh, mate, I, I think he's playing good enough football. Uh, obviously, to not play in the centres, but do you think, you know, he's a bit of a utility as? Do you, do you get him into camp? Do you get him in and around the boys and uh, who knows if any uh, injuries do come out, you'd put him in or no? Hoves, you go for Queensland, I go for New South Wales. No, please. I mean, the bloke's had four knee reconstructions. Exactly. I'm not bagging the bloke. He's having a go. I understand. But th this isn't the jackbird of old Hoves. You know, give him another year. Let's see what he's got next year. But please, he, he won't be in the origin side this year. There's no way. No, I'm not saying he'll be picked in the team. But do you get him in camp? Do you get no. him in and around there? Do you get him in the experience? Or you think, nah, Jack Bird, there's a line through him. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sit and wait and we watch him for the next two or three years. You said it before, mate. We've got all these young guns like Crichton and, and Lomax. Please, mate, they're, they're ahead of Jack Bird. Like, no, mate, I'm sorry. I, I need to see another year of Jack Bird to, to even think about bringing him into a training squad for New South Wales origin. Saturday, the Gold Coast Titans, 30 over the Bulldogs, 20. 18, 10 at half time, as. Uh, what do you think of this game? Yeah, hard one, eh, mate? I mean, um, yeah, at least the Bulldogs are scoring points, but um, and they, they, they nearly got away with another one here, but the Titans just ran over them in the end, didn't they, mate, with Brimson? So I heard Jamal Fogarty at the end of the game, you know, sort of relief, mate, monkey off the back to get the victory, mate. I think they were struggling just to get past, you know, teams just to get a victory, mate, because they, they've been struggling big time, the Titans. I don't know if there's many positives you can, can you, mate? I mean, you're playing the Bulldogs who are, who are dead last and, and got nothing really in attack. And they've nearly, uh, they've put 20 on you. So tough one and see where to go for the Titans, mate. Where do you see the Gold Coast Titans? Obviously you had them in the eight at the start yeah. of the year. Do you still think that the Titans are a top eight team? Oh, Hobbs, what? There's, there's 14 rounds to go, mate. You know, like, please. But do you so, think that they're a top eight team? Right now, no. Do I do I say they can't make the eight? Definitely not. They certainly can make the eight. Mate, upset of the round. Brisbane Broncos, 34 over the Sydney Roosters, 16. As so many talking points in this game. Victor Radley, obviously two sin bins in the game. He's put on report a few times. There's a lot of dodgy calls as this game got me fuming with forward passes. The Broncos, they've got to go back-to-back, -back, don't they, mate? They really do. Oh, you've got to give a big well done to the Bronx. There's no doubt about that, Ace. They lifted big time, mate. They, No one gave them a hope in this game, mate. You know? No one did. And they didn't they put in a show. They had, finally had a crack and a dig. And Albert Kelly, you know, in the halves, he, he's mm. chopped and changed because he knows Milford's not doing doing the job and, you know, good, good luck. Albert Kelly, mate, had a, had a good game. For the Roosters, Oves, I mean, they're just shell-shocked for mine, mate. Eh? It looked like they didn't recover. I mean, Sammy Walker, to me, probably had his worst game I've seen him play so mm. far. Do an intercept and uh, good old 46-year-old David Mead run the length of the field. It would have shocked a lot of people. You're expecting the Roosters to come back, mate, and, and run over the top of them, but they just didn't, didn't they, mate? They just had nothing, really. And um, put this down just to an egg game, I think. I think they just laid an egg. Mate, blatant forward passes. I mean, this, you know, got me going, obviously, on social media. I posted on Hobes and As accounts about forward passes. 
do you think the NRL needs to now look at, with all the technology, with everything that they have, they're changing all these rules, should the next rule be the bunker can overrule a forward pass? This is just absolutely a joke, mate. There's so many passes in this that was led to a try. John Asiata actually passed it to Keenan Palacia in the 58th minute. Mate, blatant forward passes. Like, you can't be given these tries... Obviously, you know, it goes up, try confirmed, because they can't overrule on a forward pass, as surely, mate. They've just got to come into it now and go, no, that is a no try. It's it's not a try. It's a forward pass. I, I think event, eventually, Hobes, technology will be put into the steed, and, mate, there's no doubt about that, mate. I mean, um, I think uh, rugby union rule on forward passes, mate, and I think rugby league eventually will get the technology where uh, something will be put into the steed and that will... Uh, record its, its angle and obviously direction that it comes out of the hands uh, and then it can be ruled on. But at the moment, mate, yeah, like you say, mate, there's some ridiculous forward pass being let go. Uh, and, mate, look, I want to shout out to Victor Radley. I know the guy plays with aggression. I talked about it a little bit before. He is a little bloke. He's trying his guts to you know, be that enforcer. They call him Victor the Inflector for a reason. Uh, mate, he's trying his guts out to put shots on. He put on a really good shot on Xavier Coates. And when he hit him, he come down with the shoulder, which they've done many times as he was put on a report for it. Didn't really hit his face, mate. Might have just clipped his little chin on the... After the impact was done, he was aiming for the for the chest, trying to get his team revved up as. Like, mate, a couple of these sim binnings were just absolutely horrible. Look what's a little bloke in the NRL got to do? We can't change the technique on the way we tackle because gone are the days of going around the legs because these days the player's fallen, the shoulder hits him in the arm, the arm going around where the, you know, we're told to wrap up the ball these days. You've got to wrap up the ball to stop the offload. Like, it's just a joke. Yeah, you've just hit the nail on the head, mate. Everyone's, oh, you go around the legs, but what about the offload, you buffhead? There'll be 48 passes before you wrap up, a, wrap up a player for the first tackle. Please, you've got to wrap up the ball, mate, because the offload is so damaging now. Obviously, with the game being so fast. Correct. Oh, man, I don't know why people, oh, you go for the legs. Well, who's going to take the top? Mate, Saturday night, rounded out with the Melbourne Storm, 34 over the Canberra Raiders, 10. Melbourne Storm just keep winning as obviously they didn't have any of their spine. They won seven, six, or nine. They were all that weren't there as Munster, Pappenhausen, and Jerome Hughes, and Harry Grant. This team just knows how to win. Canberra up 10 nil after the first 14 minutes, and that was the last points they scored. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Canberra. Ricky's in all sorts, mate. I don't know what he whinged about this week. Did he whinge about anything? He was all right. I didn't hear so, the press conference. Yeah, me too, mate. I, I, I don't want to because he's whinged about everything you can whinge about, except his team not playing good. But anyway, Melbourne, yeah, at Hobes. They've got to be the most consistent club over the last, what, 10 years, you reckon? i say 15, mate. Easy. Oh, my gosh. I don't think we'll see anything like it. Craig Bellamy, bravo. What a chance. Unbelievable, Hobes. It's yeah. unbelievable, mate. You know, they get down 10 new and... I don't know how people write Melbourne off or that, mate. They're just, they're just too well-drilled and, and the consistency is crazy in their performance. They just continue to put in. Yeah, like you said, so many players out again. Obviously, Brendan Smith came back in, which was a plus. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the halves with Johns and Chris Lewis, I think he was a bowler for England, wasn't he? <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, hopes. Honestly. They just continue to perform, mate. And, you know, Nico Hines is doing his job at, at the back there. And, yeah, they just continue to roll, don't they? Mate, Nico Hines is getting his price tag up. I'm telling you, as under this rugby league team, everyone's talking about Nico Hines. I really hope he stays in the system here at Melbourne. I really hope he doesn't chase the coin right now. Uh, or He'll probably get a you know good pay packet. But, look, I still believe Nico's got so much more to offer here at the Melbourne Storm. I don't think Melbourne would want to let him go either, as I think he's, uh, you know, the good filling spot for Pappenhausen. Obviously, he now perhaps had a few head knocks uh, in the last few weeks. So it's actually a little bit worrying there. And with all the protocols of the, the head knocks, um, look, 
I don't know when we'll see Pappenhausen back in, in the NRL. So, look, I'm hoping that we do see him because I love to see him back in the arena of origin. But definitely, Nico Hines will be uh, up on the market. But, look, you look at these other guys, Raymond Smith, George Jennings, you know, didn't do much, you know, in their own clubs before at Can- Canterbury and Parramatta. They're just filling in, just, you know, another cog just turning in this team. Uh, Tom Eisenhuth, mate, Aaron Booth, Trent Lorio, mate, these guys just no names, but they're just coming in and doing their job over, you know, a Canberra team that was actually, you know, pretty loaded. They are, but they are in all sorts of Like I said, there's got to be something going on down there that we don't know about. Sammy Williams, he's been a stalwart for him, hasn't he, mate? He just loves Canberra. It was good to see him get a game and obviously go up 10-0, but yeah, mate, I don't... I don't know where Canberra's going to go, Obes. I really don't. I think this team's too good not to make the eight, mate. And if they don't make the eight, um, yeah, I think it's time for old Sticky Stewart. He's gone stale uh, to move on. Sunday, Penrith Panthers, 56 over the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 12. This is two times as in three weeks the South Sydney Rabbitohs have had 50 points put on them. First to the Melbourne Storm. Now to the Penrith Panthers, the two grand finalists from last year. There's a red line that's gone through these Rabbitohs, mate. They cannot win the grand final. Nah, you, that, that's your red line. That's not mine, mate. Anything can happen. And uh, like I said, your South has still got championship winners in that team, Hopes. Cam Murray's come back. It was Latrell's first game back. I, I think they'll improve, mate. And, and South's the most dangerous come finals time, Hopes. They'll have to improve, mate. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that defence isn't good enough to let in... You know, have two two games with 50-plus points in it. But um, don't write off the bunnies, Hobes. I really wouldn't, mate. You're writing them off at your own peril. They'll come good when the time's right. Penrith, what do you say? Clearly the best team in the comp and the best team in the comp by Penrith, Hobes. They just roll and they're so excited when they're on, aren't they, mate? They're, they're a great team to watch. Absolutely great team to watch. You've got Nathan Cleary, best halfback in the game or probably the best player with Turbo. Insane. Um, going great guns, mate. And, uh, geez, he was kicking them from everywhere, wasn't he, mate? And to put 50 on the bunnies, unbelievable. Well done. Yeah, mate. Look, Nathan Cleary, he's going to be something as he's just going to another level. He's leading this team unbelievably. He can kick them from anywhere. But look, mate, Matt Burton, what a superstar that this Bulldogs have just signed. If he goes to the Bulldogs, they're going to be a completely different team. He's a better 5'8 than obviously a centre. He's obviously doing a job there. Uh, but, mate, his kicking game uh, is unbelievable. Big left boot and torpedoes. Uh, so, look, so much to to, to look forward to uh, there. But, mate, look, this Penrith team, just so exciting. I love watching them play as. They're just too good. Uh, but, look, mate, for me, the Rabbitohs are shot as. They're, um, the defence just not good enough. I know that it is early and I know they can recover. You are right. They have got superstars. They have got the team. I picked this team to win the grand final this year as I just can't do it now, mate. When you got Penrith and Melbourne firing and, mate, the mighty Parramatta Reels, they're going to click into another gear very soon. So, look, mate, I'm saying now the Rabbitohs, they will challenge. They will be there. They'll make the prelim final. They might even make the GF. But as they are not up to the standard of the Panthers and the Storm, for both of those two teams from last year's grand final to put 50 points on you, it just shows where the Rabbitohs are at. They're just not there right now. I know they've had injuries. I know that they've started, you know, Latrell only had one game back, but still not good enough as they still should not get beat by 50. Um, and against these teams, they should be trying to show, you know, their worth. Uh, look, mate, they just look like school kids. Josh Mansour, mate, against his old team, he was horrible as in uh, obviously got his game back on the wing. He just looked out of sorts. He's, you know, firing up, blowing up in the sideline and uh, just didn't look good, mate. Yeah, I mean... I don't know who the defensive coach at South is, but he might be in a bit of Barney rubble, mate. That, that's definitely not good enough. But I wouldn't write him off yet. Yeah, Josh Mansour, he didn't have one of his best games, did he, mate? And um, mm. when Penrith was scoring and attacking him, and like you know, like I said, I hate seeing bombs go up and wingers and fullbacks yes. just watching the ball bounce. It's a disgrace, mate. It's not under tens. You're playing in the big boy league. You've got to go for these bombs. You knock them on, you knock them on, mate. But you can't just let the ball bounce. Just, just that's unacceptable for mine hopes. Big no-no. When Josh Mansour, they, they, they attacked him and, and scored against him in that corner there with Burton and that. Jerome Lulawai was was doing some things I don't agree with, you know, smiling at him and that. 
you know, Josh Mansord's an older bloke now. He's done it all, you know. He's played for Australia. Mm. He's made Origin. And he's a Panthers uh, great. Uh, I wouldn't be doing that. But um, I have heard rumours that they do have history at the club, mate. They're, they're definitely not fans of each other. Yeah, right. Well, there was another point in that as well where I think it was a South Sydney Rabbitoh player that was playing to the whistle. Obviously, I don't think they heard the call at the time. Stephen Crichton was playing fullback. I think it might have been Dan Gagai that, uh, you know, they were just playing. They obviously didn't hear the whistle blown. Um, so he was actually running and, you know, Stephen Crichton could obviously see the referee stop the play and he knew that his players weren't chasing. So he actually, Gagai was actually running running past him and Stephen Crichton basically told him just to keep running, you know, like just just keep going. It, like, And he was laughing at him as well. So look, mate, the Panthers have got to get that out of their game. It's just not attractive to see. Obviously, they are playing well. They need to be cocky. They deserve to be cocky. But, mate, just those little things. I mean, Stephen Crichton did it, you know, to Joe Tarpany on the sideline when they played Canberra while he was waiting to come on and tried to give him in a cuddle. I just don't like that as, mate. You know, you, you men, act like men, mate. Don't act like little schoolboys. Because, uh, yeah, that was really disappointing for me. But, yeah, look, they deserve it, mate. The Panthers are obviously flying. They're playing great football. Really good to watch, but they've just got to get that out of their game. Manly, Warringah Seagulls, 28 over the Parramatta Eels, 6. Are you going to start saying to Hobes that Manly are going to make the eight, mate? <laughs> oh, we're bringing up Manly making the eight now when your team's just been belted. Mr. <laughs> Bloody Captain Parramatta Sparrow over there with his one-eyed Parramatta patch on. They can't win the comp. I'm telling you they can't win the comp. Brad Arthur cannot take you to the promised land and Mitchell Moses can't lead you to a GF. So don't give me that there are still a shot for the GF. They're not. I'm telling you now. So take that one-eyed Parramatta eye patch off and let's start telling the truth. They're not making it. And yes, I do have egg on my face. I'll cop that on the chin. I said Manly are on holidays. I said Manly can't make the eight. I said I don't care if Cliff Lyons, Jeff Toovey, Owen Cunningham or Ian Roberts comes back. They're not making the eight. Well, guess what? They are making the eight, Manly. They are on fire, aren't they, Oates? Mate, unbelievable. This team, love watching them play too, Manly. They're just uh, finding form. Uh, and they're, they're clicking into gear. They've won six of the last seven as they actually challenged Panthers not long ago. That's the game that they lost. So, look, mate, Manly are, are really consistent. They're playing great football. They're playing good, hard nut football. Forwards are aiming up. Look, mate, six all. I thought, you know, Paris still in this. I, I didn't think that we looked good at the start as. But, um, mate, look, it just showed. Manly just wanted this more. They had more hunger. They had more grit. Parramatta's right-hand defence as with Wunga Blake and Blake Ferguson. It's worrying as. It's really, really worrying. I talked about this two weeks ago. We've now got South Sydney this week who are the most damaging on the left-hand side. They've got to fix this as I hope Murata Niakore gets picked and hopefully he's back and they put Wunga Blake out. He's got to go as they, they can't have this defensing leak. Parramatta looked good on that right-hand side when Niakore was there. There's obviously some communications breakdown there badly. They've got to fix it, mate. It's not working. I'm obviously really disappointed. Uh, but look, mate, I'm a realist. Manly looked great. They looked they looked really good. This is why I picked this Manly team in the eight because they I know that they can play like this. Josh Schuster's unbelievable. I love watching him play too. I really watched him closely uh, with my patch off because I'm a realist. As I don't wear a patch, okay. Well, I do on. think Parramatta can challenge for the top eight. They'll oh. be in the top four. They will be there in a preliminary final this year. It'll be whether or not they can go into the GF. And I'm telling you, if they make it, they won't beat Penrith or Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's all I want to tell you. They can't win the comp. Please. That's another egg. They laid an egg against St. George and they laid an egg against Manly. It's unacceptable. It's not looking like a GF team host. They cannot win the comp. And I don't but know. Hold, how on. Hold, hold on. on. How hold can on. you say this about South Sydney getting beat by 50 two times? Yep. And yep. now you're saying to me, we get beat by Manly, who Manly, oh. dead set, look like a top four team right now. And, and you're telling oh. me that South yep. can still win the green yes. final, but Parramatta yep. cannot. Turn it up. All right. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. South Sydney has plenty 
plenty of championship winners in that team, Hobes. Adam Reynolds won a DF. Burgess has run, won a GF. There's multiple. Latrell Mitchell's won a GF. There's multiple GF winners in that team. They know how to win. And let's not forget the most important piece, Hobes, the coach, Wayne Bennett. Please. Of course they can turn it around. Of course South City can win the comp. Come on. Show me Parramatta's record. Brad Arthur, he, he, please. He's got his team. He's had, the, he's had the team he's won for the past 10 years. And what's he done? He's bought a massive duck egg to Parramatta. Parramatta what last won the comp when John Williamson was singing the telecom songs. Telecom phone booths are on the corner of every uh, corner in Australia. We've got mobile phones now, Hobes. Come on. <laughs> 1986. Yes. And you're telling me they're a choke this year? No, you've got to move on from Brad Arthur. He cannot win you a comp. And Mitchell Moses can't either. He's too inconsistent. Mate, look, Mitchell Moses is inconsistent. We've been talking about it for a long time. He's, he's played a lot more games this year where he has been on. Uh, this was definitely one of those games that he was off. But look, he didn't have a lot of room too, as I think Manly, they outmuscled Parramatta in every area. Parramatta had a lot of possession. I think our last tackle play options was a bit bad. Reed Marnie kicked one out in the full. Uh, he tried to put a grubber in behind and it just hit the legs of a manly defender. He wasn't playing the way that he should. But our edge back rowers as well didn't do much in our interchange. They just didn't come on and do what manly's forwards were doing. Uh, that was just showing some mongrel. But, mate, look, Tom, Tommy boy. I mean, we just keep talking about him as, but, look, he yeah. just keeps injecting himself. He injects himself into the game. Where he wants to, he wants it more, mate. You could tell that this team were on. Ruben Garrick, I mean, I haven't seen him play this good. Brad Parker, these they're not that great football players, but as they just do their job, mate, and that's exactly what Manly did. It, one to seventeen, the whole Manly Warringah team played better than Parramatta's one to seventeen, and they they got the they got the win. Which, yeah. as I'm not too upset about this, mate. To be honest, I, I'm I'm I really not. I I'm I'm concerned. But I'm not too upset. Can you can you give me a let's go, Manly? No. Oh, unbelievable. Um, like you're saying too, mate, Foran was out too. And Shusta, how good is he, Hobes? Mm. I, I don't know why he's not starting at 5'8", his preferred position, where he should be, mate. They need to move on from Foran. He's too old, Hobes. Mm. He can't do what Shusta does. They need to move on from him. And also, Parramatta pulled a West Tigers. They let Manly score when Manly had a player in the bin. That is a disgrace. It's tipping time. That's right, As It is tipping time. We have got some good games this week too, As There's a lot of games. I think there's always exciting, at least one or two games uh, that we'll see from here on in uh, that just gets us excited. So, look, Thursday night kicks off with the Brisbane Broncos against the Melbourne Storm. Who you got here, mate? Depending on who's back for the Storm, Hobes, this might be a lot closer than what people think. No, I'm only joking. You've got to go to the Storm, haven't you? <laughs> oh, wow. I was going to say, you've had too many. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to the Storm, clearly. Yep, Storm will win this one and win well. Uh, Cowboys against the Warriors. Now, this could be one of the games of the round. Uh, who you got in this one? I'm going to go the Cowboys, Hobes. Okay. Mate, I'm going for the Warriors. I think uh, the Warriors showed too much. Love what I'm seeing from Reese Walsh. Look, I'm jumping on the Warriors. Tigers versus the Dragons, Friday night. I'll be watching this one closely. Who you got in this one, mate? Uh, we'll be winning, mate. We don't go back to back, but we'll be winning. One out. No way. No, I can't tip them, as Bankwest Stadium, the Dragons love playing there, mate. They will win. I don't the care, Dragons. mate. I don't care if it's at Koyama. We'll be winning. I'm on the Dragons. Mate, good. Penrith versus the... <laughs> good. Did you say good? Yeah. <laughs> mate, Penrith versus the Bulldogs. Can you smell an upset in this one, As? Okay, there'll be no upset. There'll just be Bulldogs cooking. Uh, be Penrith by plenty. Yeah, mate, I've got Penrith as well. They're going to win really well. Uh, this could be 60-70, As. <laughs> mate, the game of the round. The Rabbitohs versus the Parramatta Reels. Who you got in this one? I'm going glory, glory. I think Parramatta's, this is a massive, dangerous game for Parramatta hopes. Look for South to bounce back and bounce back big time, mate. I'm taking the bunnies. Mate, I'm on the Eels. Oh. I think we're going to bounce back from this, as we've uh, copped our loss. We've, we had won nine of our last 11. I think that we are specials to beat South Sydney. 
Um, And we're going to show you this week why we will be challenging for the GF. You know what I'd say something? No, I'm not saying nothing, but I'm just letting you go. Mate, Roosters versus the Raiders. Who you got in this one? Oh, you got to go to the Roosters, Hobes. Uh, they'll bounce back this week. You can't be tipping the Raiders. They are in a world of pain. Yeah, mate. I've got the Sydney Roosters. They're going to bounce back. They were they laid an egg on the weekend. Uh, that egg is going to be gone, and they're going to throw the egg in Ricky Stewart's face because they're going <laughs> to win, and they're going to win well. <laughs> 100%. Uh, mate, Sharks versus the Titans. Will it be up, up Cronulla? Uh, who's coaching the, the Sharks? Josh Hannay. Nah, I'll be taking the Titans. Yeah, mate. I think Fafita's back this week. Uh, this is going to be a danger game for Cronulla. Gold Coast, for me, will win this game. Uh, mate, the last game, Sunday, 4 o'clock, Newcastle Knights versus Manly. Who you got in this one? Let's go, Manly! Yeah, mate, you can't go against Manly, can you, As They're just flying. They're looking great. I just want to say, uh, you know, condolences to the Fulton family. Obviously, we heard some sad news uh, on Sunday, uh, the passing of the immortal Bob Fulton. Uh, what a career he had. He did it all as. And, you know, seeing Mark Carroll's testimony towards Bob Fulton saying that he was like a father to him, bought him. To Manly and you know got him into Australian jersey and New South Wales jersey and uh, look mate really sad news over the weekend that's probably the main reason why Manly beat Parramatta no but um, yes extremely sad mate and uh, obviously we didn't get to see much of Bob Fulton but obviously coaching you know and and the raps on him was was in, was insane you know and um, just you, you don't realise mate as you grow up you see all these players and, and you know everyone gets old mate but um, you know, as they pass away, you know, Tommy Rodonigas a week before, a week or two before, it's really sad, mate. So, um, you know, we've got to appreciate these players, I suppose. All right, Az, that's a wrap for this week. The rugby league is in chaos. We've got so much more to talk about. Hopefully the NRL starts fixing up the rules because, uh, mate, look, we, we want our game back. We want to see all our players on the field at the same time. Yeah, how good. I'm very excited. Um, I'm off the bank west, mate. Uh, guess what, Hopes? What's that, mate? Uh, black and white, it's dynamite.